guys. Welcome back to our podcast, the Moyak Fishing Series. Glad you guys have joined us again. It's been a good month. April's been good. Fishing's been good. Seems like the lakes are really coming around. Josh, man, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, buddy. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How is uh, how's life in Joplin lately, man? Oh, it's still the same as it was last week. It's crazy. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're kind of switching up tonight. We're going to go over um, our announcements first, and then we're also going to do our sponsor highlights, and then we will get into our special guest. Uh, Lake of the Ozarks, May 16th. Table Rock is a couple weeks after that on May 30th. It looks like everything is still planned as scheduled. Josh, have you heard any other information? Nothing but rumors. Nothing is substantial yet, so we're still just waiting. Uh, we might know something by May 1st. We might know it by May 15th. That's about all I know at this point. May Madness Bracket. Uh, we got the brackets out. Um, we starting pretty quick. I'm excited about it, Josh. It, I think it's a cool format. I think there's going to be a lot of guys that enjoy it. Um, I hope all the guys get to you know fish at least one of those two days. I hope they don't have any scheduling conflict, but I think it's going to be pretty sweet, man. Yeah, it's looking like it's going to be a really fun time. I mean, just to follow along and to compete as well. A lot of people are really excited about it. We got the lottery done so everybody knows their seating and the regions that they're in and the brackets locked. And I think a lot of people are now starting to sit down and fill out their own brackets just like they would if it was a college basketball championship. So it's it's pretty cool to get just have something to do. I mean, everybody kind of needs something to do to have fun, so... Yeah, get a little side pot going on on best bracket. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, we too. should we should get a little bracket contest going on. Missouri Kayak Bass Nation uh, deadline's coming up pretty quick on it, Josh. Yeah, guys, if you guys haven't signed up for that, get with Josh. He can help you out. Uh, I know there's um, a while until the uh, Table Rock Bass event, but the the deadline's coming quick. What what comes with that um, membership? To join the Missouri Bass Nation is uh, $30, and then it's also another $30 of dues you got to pay towards the National Bass Nation, so 60 total once you're a Bass Master member. So that membership is basically going to get you entry into the Missouri Bass Nation State Championship Kayak Tournament. It's going to be an open championship, so there's no qualifying events. All you need to do is just be a member this year. And uh, we're taking the top 10% of the field. They're going to qualify and go on to the first ever Bassmaster Classic Kayak National Championship. So they're going to get an invite to the 2021 Classic and be right there with the pros. Uh, Bass Missouri Bass Nation is also going to help fund that trip with some money for your entry fees and, and your hotel lodging for the winners of that state championship tournament on Table Rock Lake. So those are all benefits of being a Missouri Bass Nation member. So you're going to pay that membership dues up first, but there's a lot to do. There's a lot of benefits that come with it, and as well as uh, uh, company discounts and promotional offers from sponsors that sponsor the Missouri Bass Nation. So as far as the deadline goes, with this virus situation, we we had to cancel the last Bass Nation meeting. So the next one's not until June, I believe. We we will 
know more information then, but there is a deadline on when you can join Missouri Bass Nation. And I want to say it's the end of June. I can't confirm that at this point in time yet until uh, the meeting and I speak with uh, the Mo Bass Nation president. We'll get it figured out then. But I just want everybody to be aware that there is a deadline. This tournament may not be until October, but there, you're going to have to get signed up and as a Bass Nation member before then. So I just want everybody to be aware of that. Uh, I will announce that deadline as soon as I know what it is, but there will be a deadline coming up. It's pretty exciting that we're going to have our own you know, bass tournament here in Missouri and give the local guys an opportunity to qualify for that, you know, and speaking of qualifying, uh, I know you talked about on the Facebook page about the KBF qualifying. What are they doing? Due to the current situation, any KBF partner club that has gone ahead and tried to put out some tournaments, even though they're virtual or online, they're going to go ahead and give those clubs credit as if that was a live trail event. So therefore, the top 10% of the field will qualify for the KBF National Championship next year. So our March guys and our April guys are all going to qualify for the National Championship, top 10% of the field. So that's pretty cool that KBF's doing that for us. Um, I just want to remind people you don't have to be a KBF member. If you're in these online tournaments and you get up there at the top and you earn that entry into the National Championship, you just have to become a KBF member before the national championship next year. So you don't have to purchase, run out and purchase your KBF membership right now. Uh, if you want to go ahead, it's not going to hurt nothing, but I just wanted to let people know that, uh, that these qualifications come at just for being a Moyak member. That's awesome. It's pretty cool that you can get in on a online, you know, tournament and qualify for the KBF. Yeah. Except for, you know, the KBF monthly onlines, uh, I'd, this is the first time that KBF has ever allowed an, a club's online tournament to count towards the national championship qualifier. So it's something that uh, everyone should be excited to take advantage of because it's probably only going to be about one more month. Yeah, KBF is just, you know, doing the best they can with what's going on, which is awesome for them as well. Yeah, er everybody, everybody is adapting right now. Er we're just dealing with what we've got and – making the best of it. I mean, KBF included us. Every, I mean, it's happening with everyone. So I think everyone probably listening to this understands what I'm saying. Well, let's get into some of our sponsors for this year. Uh, we got Flambeau. They make all kinds of fishing stuff. Not only fishing stuff, but, you know, hunting and, and tactical stuff. And But, I mean, they're, they're storage stuff. They've got, you know, bait storage, divider systems, rod storage, uh, just happy to have them you know part of mo yak josh are they uh are they donating any stuff to to give away at tournaments yeah they are we're we're really happy to have flambeau on board they've been a staple in the outdoor community for forever so uh yeah we they uh they gave us some really great uh, um, new their z rust boxes they're rust proof boxes tackle boxes so we got some really good storage systems that we're going to be giving away so yeah we're I mean, that's, they're pretty cool boxes. I've been checking them out, and uh, we've only got a few of them, but we're going to figure out how we can get them out there to everybody so they can see what a great product this is, and they can go check them out at Flambeau, Flambeau Outdoors and get their own. And, I mean, this next sponsor, I mean, I think you know them very well, um, Extreme Sports and Scuba. They Last year, they, they donated the uh, Phil Free Bags, correct? 
yeah, those feel free bags were pretty nice. Yeah, they are awesome. I've got one and I, I've kept it in my truck and I mean, this has been a great bag. I, I've put, you know, all kinds of stuff, but you can turn it into a backpack. You can throw it over your shoulder. It has compartments for days, but I mean, I think they've been a huge part of Moyak. Yeah. Extreme sports and scuba in Joplin, Missouri has been just a overall a factor in the entire community. I mean, they're, they're not just involved with Moyak. They're involved with getting toys for children at Christmas. They're, they're involved in the diving community. They do a lot of charity work. Uh, I could go on and on, but yeah, really happy to have them on board again. They're going to be giving us some, some more great gear that we're going to be raffling away for free to our Moyak members at each event. So yeah, thank you, uh, Justin and Deb and all you at Extreme Sports and Scuba. Uh, we're glad to have you back on board again and glad to be part of the family. Yeah, next time I'm in Joplin, I'm going to definitely stop by there and, and check it out. It seems like a great shop. Uh, next shop, the Bait Shop, Stockton. Uh, they set up a great venue for us uh, there at that Stockton tournament last year. Are, are they going to do that again for us this year? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, they they really stepped up for us last year and gave us an incredible venue. And I think everybody enjoyed the experience we had there. And so we're going to do it again this year. We're real grateful for the Bait Shop. If anybody's up there around the Stockton area, go check them out. They've got everything you need up there. Yeah, they they did a really good job setting us up in that room there and and having that available for us. It was nice to get out of the sun and and the wind for the for a little bit. Stockton seems like it's always a windy one. Yeah, and it's probably going to be a warm one for our Stockton tournament this year too. So we'll have that air conditioning and and that indoor option. So that's really great. So big shout out to the bait shop in Stockton. Guys, those are our sponsors for this this week's episode. I mean, definitely show them some love here in Joplin. Or Stockton, uh, Flambeau, you know, they've got FlambeauOutdoors.com. Check out their stuff. Just can't can't do it without the sponsors. They, they do a really good job of taking care of us as anglers. I know they don't see it directly, but uh, me personally as a member and, and winning stuff last year, it's awesome. Just the amount of stuff that was given away. And it's just great for the sport. It, it's great. Yeah. And during this time, too, our sponsors are having some problems, too, you know, because everything's on hold right now. So everything we can do to help support them and show them the support that they show us is great, especially, you know, for these local businesses. Let's, I'm, I'm a strong supporter and or a believer in supporting local business. So I think everybody should keep that in mind when you're going out and working on spending on your, your Trump checks you get. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for sure. Well, man, let's get into it. I'm, I'm excited about our special guest. Nicest guy. I've met in, in Moyak. There's a lot of nice guys, but truly one of the nicest guys. Just kind of going over, of you know, his uh, Tourney X bio. He's got a total tournaments on Tourney X is 65. Uh, he has 23. So, I mean, a third of those tournaments, he has top 10 finishes. That's big. He's got five third place finishes, one, one second place finish, and four first place finishes. Personal best bass is 22 and a quarter. Bass Lake Fork Tournament, he finished 39 out of 145. Um, he is also your Missouri State champion, Troy Anke. Troy, man, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, man, it's a pleasure, man. Like I said, uh, I met you early in the year, and we actually ended up teaming up for that River Rat Tournament. And, and just, I mean, it was a pleasure to fish with you and hang out with you. And, and we're glad you're here as well, man. Well, thank you. Yeah, likewise. Those river tournaments are a blast. And I can't wait 
for all of us to get back into a live event. Can we can we please get a live event sometime this year where we can all get together and, and at least have a meal or something? I'll, I'll stand 12 feet apart from you. Just let's all get together. Can I get an amen? Yeah, man, it, it is definitely overdue for some interaction between us anglers all in one spot. Well, let's get into it, man. I mean, tell us about yourself. You know, what do you do for a living or, or, or whatever you want to share, man? Oh, okay. Yeah. So I grew up in, uh, in Missouri and, uh, just south of Rolla in Texas County, grew up fishing the rivers and the creeks and, uh, big piney and the Gasconade and uh, the Ruby Dew. And, uh, just always had a, a joy and a love for the outdoors because you know what? When you were born in the 70s and you lived in Texas County, that's pretty much all you had to do was uh, be out in the outdoors. And so I got a fishing pole in my hand at a young age and and I've never let it go. And I hope never to let it go because it's, it's, it is my my drug of choice. And uh, a, lot, a lot of guys in the club the same way and gals in the club the same way. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to have found... Uh, uh, a bunch of people that that share uh, the same passion that I do, and uh, we all just really enjoy the outdoors and and, uh, and like to gamble a little bit too. Uh, but um, yeah, so grew up uh, Texas County. Came to Springfield for college for a couple of years. Decided I like to uh, work instead of spending money on school, and so I got into retail and did that for about ten or fifteen years. Uh, moved out to Philadelphia for a while, and that is the complete opposite. I might as well have gone to Mars. Uh, lived there for three years. Uh, the only thing I enjoyed about Philly was the food. They, they know how to make a sandwich out there, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, uh, came back uh, in the late 90s uh, after I got a um, degree in uh, computer networking and got started here in Springfield working for a small networking company. And uh, started at that time, the internet was in its infancy, and uh, I taught myself how to build websites. And uh, got to, uh, I got uh, started uh, working for a company uh, that that's all they did was build websites. I did that for about seven years, and during that time, uh, I I was kind of away from fishing. I, I I dabbled here and there, and maybe did it once every six months was which seems so crazy now that it's it's so consuming in my life but um at that time i was just into technology and, uh, and away from nature and uh, you know just like the river has ebbs and flows so there's our lives and 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 i like i like the flow of mine right now it's it's great to be back uh, back on the water and and back with a uh, fishing pole in my hand so uh so uh, 90s, uh, early 2000s, working in technology, and um, I uh, got married to uh, Rebecca in the early 2000s, and uh, we have two kids, Leah and Elijah. Uh, they are 13 and 15, and so I'm going through the teenage years right now. They're, they're great kids, thanks to their mother, and uh, uh, my boy is turning 14 in a few days, and uh, we're going to get him a I think we're going to get him a Jackson bite and get him out on the water with dad. So there you go. Looking forward. to that. So, you know, coming back to Springfield and, and, you know, growing up fishing, what, what got you back into fishing from, you know, you're coming, you know, growing up, you, you were doing it for a while and you kind of got back into it. What was the start for you? I would say a need to unplug. 
dealing with technology and people and retail and uh, I just needed an outlet and I was never a big, uh, uh, you know, I never really enjoyed uh, a lot of the things that people do outside of the outdoors. Uh, I'm, I've kind of, I'm kind of a loner. I'm kind of a control freak. Uh, I did do a stint doing a competitive barbecue for about six or eight years. And that was fun, just a small group of guys. But it was like, it was the same thing over and over and over again. You know, Friday night you set up and you 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 uh, get your meat prepped and then you got a, a 10 minute window over the course of two hours to get four different meats to the judges. And it was all very subjective. If a certain judge in Western Missouri liked something spicy and you gave it to him something uh, sweet, they would mark you down and just one percentage point would get you out of the top five, you know, and, and you spend all this money and you put out a good product and it's, it's very subjective. Well, you, what you know, as well as I do that you throw that bait out there, the fish is either going to eat it or they're not. And so I found more success uh, fishing than I did at barbecue. At the end of the day, the, the leftovers were good, but I was spending a lot of money uh, doing that. And that hobby didn't seem as fruitful as I, uh, had hoped it would be. So, um, so I found another way to unplug. And so I started off, um, getting into the, uh, FLW BFLs as a co-angler. And then I switched to doing BFLs and Costas and, uh, did that for about three years fishing in the back seat, um, with, with the pros. I got to meet some incredible guys and, and I got to fish all over the Midwest and then one day, um, after spending all day at Lake of the Ozarks behind a young man who was bed fishing, uh, we spent, we spent two or three hours on each fish. And by the end of the day, you know, I, I had limited targets. I might spend an hour and a half to two hours while he was trying to get a bed fish and I had no targets to cast to, because if you are a co-angler, you're not allowed to throw past the steering wheel on the boat. And you can't throw in front of the boat. So you, you only are allowed to fish out of the back of the boat. And, and that was pretty much the nail in the coffin for me. I couldn't deal with it anymore. So I stumbled across one of Greg Blanchard's videos on YouTube. And I, I had no idea that fishing kayaks existed in that form and were that stable and that safe and that you could trick them out the way you can and that, that you, can, you can catch the size fish that you can. And then I started putting the, all that together and did some Google searching and lo and behold, there, there were groups on Facebook and, you know, I found Moyak and I found Camo and I found KBF and I found uh, all these different kayak clubs. And I had no idea that that whole ecosystem even existed. So I got really into it really fast. I asked a couple questions on the Moyak uh, Facebook page and immediately Jeff Mellencamp private messaged me and said, call me. So I called him and we talked for 90 minutes. And shout out to him um, for um, helping a noob out. He was a super gracious, super nice guy, and um, glad to have gotten to know him. And he immediately invited me to you know go fishing. Uh, everybody in in the group was helpful and and getting me into my first kayak, which was a native Propel. Um, and I was off to the races, and I've I've not looked back and. And it's, it's been all consuming. I've, I've now gone from fishing local clubs to national events. I've traveled the country. I've met some great people and some great friends. And um, 
I'm looking forward to whatever this year brings, whatever, whatever it allows, we're, we're going to make it happen. Yeah. that kind of leads me into my next question for you, Troy is, a uh, you know, I know things are a little held up right now and kind of up in the air, but what's your 2020 season look like and what do you have on your schedule? What, what tournaments and trails do you plan on fishing this year? Well, I'm going to, I'm hopefully going to Chickamauga at the end of May. Um, I've, I've definitely got all of Moyak penciled in. I've got the, I've got Brian Hellman as my partner this year, and I think he's going to make all but maybe one of our team events. I would like to do, uh, I would like to do a Hobie event. I'd like to go to lacrosse at least once, maybe twice. Um, and then absolutely going to do my best to make it to the all American and make it to hopefully the championship on table rock lake. You know, speaking of championships on table rock lake, uh, I heard you had a good one last year. I did. I've almost forgotten. It seems like it's been a decade ago, but, uh, had a, had a great couple days. Um, was very fortunate, uh, and the way that, that came about and, it was, I don't think I've ever had a better day on Table Rock than that first day. And I was finished fishing by like one o'clock. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. What a day. <laughs> that's, that's one of those days that you just shake your head and you go, okay, I'll take it. <laughs> Let's hope that tomorrow I can just get close to that. I was, I was having really bad dreams that night uh, concerning about uh, if, I, if, if I was a one and done or if I was actually going to be consistent enough to, to get a limit. And I almost messed up really, really bad, but I was fortunate to, to get it, to get my limit in the last, I don't know, 20 minutes of the tournament. Yeah. On that, on that day one, I remember I, I got off the water early to come back and to start getting things set up and I was pretty happy with the score I had. So I still had several hours of tournament left and I figured I was going to be there all by myself, getting everything set up. And I pull up in the parking lot and there's Troy Inky. He's already off the water too. He's got a, a crazy high score in first place and he's there before I am. I couldn't believe it. I don't even remember. It was like 92 inches or 94. I don't know. Yeah. And you said you just wanted to make sure you got all your photos submitted. That was all you cared about. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to get back safely to, to the ramp or to, uh, to wherever we had our, our meeting there. And I, uh, wanted to make sure that, my photos were submitted that every all the, I didn't want to screw anything up. That was just the basics. You know, there's so many things that we have to f- remember. Uh, and the, you know, I didn't want that score to go away. And I, I was I, either guys talk about saving fish. Um, I, I was throwing a top water. I was throwing a whopper plopper and I just, I didn't think that I could catch another, you know, six pounder or, any more twenties or anything like that. So I, I was like, I'm just going to get off these fish and I'll, I'll come back and hope for the best tomorrow. Cause I, I practiced there a few days before and caught some really good fish as well. So I, you know, I didn't want to damage the possibility uh, of, of getting more getting a limit the next day. So did you catch your fish both days in the same place? Yeah. Yeah. It was, I did a, about a four mile, circle uh four to six miles in clevenger cove on the east side i think it's the long creek side over by the branson bell and um i had a really good night there last night too <laughs> uh, you heard it here first folks they're already giving away secrets to table rock yeah i mean 
I can tell you where the fish are today, but tomorrow, you know, as well as I do, Table Rock's fickle. It's a fickle beast. And, you know, especially in the fall, you never know what you're going to get. But um, uh, that, that lake is so full of two-pound Kentuckys. I mean, just footballs. It, it is a very healthy lake if you can find them and you can get on them. Um, and then you go up the James River and, I mean, it's just as good, if not better, all year long, if, you, if as long as you're not dodging trees and and root root wads flowing down the stream but yeah it was that was a great day a jig i caught one it was like 21 and something or 22 inches i couldn't it was it was almost my personal best on a jig out on the main lake point in about oh 12 15 foot of water i think no i think it was 12 foot and it dropped into 25 just immediately and she was at the bottom of that waiting on that jig and uh, I was able to get her out into open water and let her tire herself out. And, and that's one of those where you just get her in the net and you just lean back in your chair and you go, wow, this, this just happened. And <laughs> get her my blessings and get back to the ramp and, and uh, safely get, get checked in. So, and, you know, Saturday you came out there and, and just smoked him. You got off early. Now, Saturday night, you ran up to him to see to get your your drive fixed. Is that correct? Yeah, I hit a that was uh, twenty eighteen uh, PA twelve, and I I hit something, and I took a video of it. I think, and it was it was uh, squeaking real bad, and and it was it was not it was not acting correctly. And I I took it up to OMTC and Ozark and. You know, within 20 minutes, Jason had me uh, ready to go. Uh, those guys really take care of you. I, I can't say enough about OMTC and, and their support of, of the local angle, anglers. And just a great group of guys. Uh, they got three locations down in Arkansas and one uh, in Highland, between Highlandville and, and Ozark on 65. And um, just a great group of guys. And then on top of that, if I remember correctly, Sunday morning, you know, you're going to day two. There was some confusion on your identifier. Is that correct? Yeah. So I, I was sitting at, at my, um, in my shop and I was, I was getting my tackle ready for the next day and they had, they had trouble getting the identifier. You know, everybody was clamoring for it and, uh, it was not showing up in the, in the area online that it should have been or something like that. So I, I set my phone down and, and started working on tackle and my mind was racing, you know, going through what, what had happened that day and what am I going to do tomorrow and all that sort of stuff. And, and I got my phone and I glanced at it and then I saw the, it was like TJW or TWJ. I don't remember what it was, what the, what the identifier TZ something. And I transposed uh, a Z with a two or something like that. And, um, uh, just wrote it down, didn't think anything of it. And I got two or three fish in and I looked at the score and had a mini heart attack. I had, I think I had 38 inches on the board and those 38 inches had to, had to go away. And so now I was, I was two keepers into the day at about nine o'clock 30. I had a 19 incher and a, and a 16 or something like that. And both those fish, got taken off the board and we were in a KBF event and we were in the Missouri uh, championship event, I believe. And my score for the, 
for the KBF side, you know, it was it was lopsided because I had the right identifier for that side, and or you know, vice versa. I can't remember which whichever one counted the most uh, money wise is the one that I screwed up on the worst. It may have been the the KBF identifier may have been the wrong one. I don't remember, but at any rate, so I I luckily I had a sharpie and I was able to scribble on there the the correct like to, to turn a Z or a two into an eight or something like that. I can't remember. Uh, and now I have to go catch five more fish. So it's like nine 30. I'm having a total spin out freak out in my head thinking that I screwed up and I'm going to be the laughing stock of KBF and Moyak and all of Missouri kayak angling. So, you know, you get really down on your shell on yourself. And, and then I was, you know, trying to think about, you know, positive mental attitude, just you, the fish are here, just keep firing, keep casting, keep going. You're on this top water pattern. Just keep casting when they're hungry, they'll eat it. And immediately I, I hooked up with two keepers over 15 inches that took some of the stress off. So now I've got four keepers on one side and I've got two on the other. So now I've only got to get one keeper to get myself in the top five or, or win possibly on, on the Moyak side. And then I've got to get three more keepers uh, to be in contention on the KBF side. And I just, I just kept going and kept going. And at about one thirty, I still needed two fish and there was a storm rolling in and there was white caps out on the, on the main lake. And there was a, another angler fishing with me. I can't remember his name. And there was a lady, I think it was Diana. I can't remember. Uh, and they were fishing in that area too. And they both got off the water cause it was so rough. And I, I luckily I had a power pole. If I didn't, if I hadn't had the power pole and the PA 12, I, there's no way I could have made it to the shore that I was fishing, uh, there in the last hour and a half and went down the bank with the plopper, caught a 17 or 18 incher. Then I just need one more fish and I was able to, to call up and get a 17 or I, right there at the end. I believe uh, it was a 15 or a 17 at the end to solidify the win. And I had uh, 10 or 15 minutes left just sit there in the kayak and just take a breather. <laughs> so that was, I had a really bad stress headache going back to check in. Yeah. But once ever, whenever you got that paycheck, I think all that stress went away. I think that, that was one of the, probably one of the biggest single tournament payouts in, in Missouri kayak. History. Yeah. Yeah. That, that really helped me uh, you know, get uh, some great notoriety and get some sponsors. And, you know, the year before uh, I did well, at uh uh river bass and had a river event i did really well there and i was able to win a power pole and a bunch of the equipment that made me uh be able to fish at that level at the missouri championship event if i hadn't had that power pole i couldn't have stopped because the waves were crashing over the back of my kayak and it was it was just stupid i, I should it was not safe for me to be out there honestly uh but what we made it happen. You're going to have to take that into consideration once you get your boy at his kayak. I know. I know. Uh, he's going to have to have a power pole for sure. You know, Saturday, smoked them, had some issues Saturday night with your, your, your drive, coming to Sunday morning, and, I mean, still, man, just persevere. It uh, seemed like you really pushed through and, and you know, came out on top. Uh, it was it was fun to watch, man. It was It was cool to see. Uh, you know, coming into Sunday at the weigh-in and, and, you know, the excitement for not only 
like, I think the biggest excitement was the Moyak guys, you know, that little proud moment, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, our boy did well and kicked all them KBF dudes, butts, you know, and let, I mean, it was cool. It was cool to see. Um, yeah. For me, I know it's like, man, I want to, I want to be in that spot and, and, and do what you did. And I'm dude, kudos, Troy, man. You did, you did great, man. It was, it was awesome to watch. Thank you. You'll be there. You'll be there. I hope, man. I want maybe one day. <laughs> I hope everybody gets to experience that. It was it was a thrill of it was a thrill of a lifetime. Uh, it was really really a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's cool. So looking at you know twenty twenty uh, for our Moyak schedule. Well, I mean, what tournament are you looking forward to the most? The next one, always the next one. I know that's a, a, a pretty pat answer, but I you know Josh knows just as well as I do, whether you do well or you do poorly, you, you are, you get all your stuff put away and you get on the road and you're, all you're thinking about is the next one. I'll do better at the next one. The fish will be biting at the next one. It's a different day. It's a different moon phase. It's a different temperature. It's a different lake. It's a different state. There's always the next one. Always just like the next cast, that one sucked or that one was good, but we got another one right around the corner. And I think that's that's a, a good exercise for your mind for life that, that you, know, you never know what the tide's going to bring in. You just keep keep plugging along. Just keep pushing. Yep, I, I agree completely. And, you know, and as far as the traveling goes, what what tournament, what one tournament are you looking forward to traveling to the most this year? Uh, without a doubt, it's got to be lacrosse. You got me hooked on that. You're you're like a drug. <laughs> Who doesn't get hooked on lacrosse? That place is I'm amazing. You, it, you, it not only is it full of four pound shoulder filled bass that will eat, you know, frogs and they'll eat chatterbaits and they'll eat, you know, jigs and whatever. It's just it's got amazing food <laughs> and and uh, beverages. It's it's just a great place uh, to go and and enjoy the outdoors. And I can't wait to go back. I remember seeing a post from from you and Josh when you guys were up there last year. And um, was it walleye or or muskie that were in there that were tearing up your guys' baits? No, it was Pike. Yeah, Pike. Pike. I remember seeing Josh posting about those Pike t- uh, ripping up his chatterbaits. Oh, they're vicious. They're ripping up everybody's baits. Yeah, they're aggressive yeah. up there. They're they're like a, I don't know how to describe it. They're aggressive like our bluegill are here, but way bigger and way meaner. Cool. Sounds like sounds like sounds like a really great spot to fish. Yeah, it is. It is. Moyak has a website and that thing is awesome. And, and Troy, uh, that is your handiwork and, and you've done a great job on it. Uh, Josh was telling me that we are going to be able to do some angular profiles. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, I've got that ready. Um, I've got to get a handful of guys to test it out and I'll be sending you uh, a login uh, within the next 24 hours so that you can give it a shot. Uh, it's, it's just a basic, uh, you know, kind of like Tourney X gives you a profile page. This is essentially the same thing. Um, I had to lock it down so that people couldn't get in and change things they shouldn't be able to. So that was what took so long. Um, uh, so it's basically, you are going to be able to log in with, uh, I believe your, your email address 
and you create your own password and you're able to uh, put your sponsors, your kayak brand, your um, any of your Tourney X information that you want to put on there. And you can put a little bio. You can embed videos. If you do Twitter, you can embed your Twitter uh, feed and it'll show up on the Moyak page. Um, if you have a YouTube channel, you can embed your YouTube videos right there. Um, so as long as people don't abuse it, uh, it will be usable by every member uh, of the club. That's going to be awesome. I mean, that's going to be a way where everybody can show off their catches. And it's also something that if you're wanting to step up in the sport and maybe start uh, representing some companies and getting some sponsors, uh, this is a good tool that you can use to show them, you know, what you've accomplished and what you can do for them. So it's just another tool for the anglers. And I think it's really cool. And yep. Thanks a lot for setting this up, Troy. Yep. No problem at all. Sorry it took so long. Definitely worth the wait, man. I, that's a great feature, um, you know, along with, you know, getting your name out there and, and you know, talking to companies and, and getting support. Um, I think it just gives them one more way to get information about you as an angler. And I think that's going to be an awesome feature on our website. Uh, this portion, I'm calling the shameless plug, man. Uh, Troy, do you have any sponsors? Um, if you do, who are they and, and what do they do for you, man? I do. Uh, I've got one uh, out of uh, Kansas. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, he's at Wichita, Kansas. His name is uh, Clint Davis of Urban DNA Media. Um, if you uh, have any kind of online marketing needs, he's a Google partner and uh, takes care of Google advertising campaigns. Uh, and he sponsored me for uh, 2020. And uh, also, I work for a uh, nonprofit that helps veterans with their spiritual needs. It's called The Warrior's Journey. And uh, that's where, where I spend most of my time when I'm not fishing. Um, they also are one of the major sponsors of the current uh, Bassmaster Classic champion. And uh, you'll see our logo on his boat, Mr. Hank Cherry. And we'll be doing a lot of exciting stuff with him this year. So happy to be with the Warriors Journey and Urban DNA Media, and of course OMTC. Uh, they've got me in a 360 this year, and I I, I got to tell you that the the, uh, the Hobie PA 14 360 is in a class by itself. Uh, I'm I'm very very happy to be in that boat. I had to sell my bass boat to get it, but uh, I'm I'm very happy to be in it and. It, the maneuverability around docks, around brush piles, if you get hung up, which I do all the time, the ability to just get in there and get out in the same direction without any effort whatsoever. You do the flick of the wrist and you're in and out. It's, um, it has really helped me be more efficient on the water. And I was skeptical at first about, you know, spending the money on that, but it's, it's just another tool in the arsenal. Um, and 2020, I hope to have some success as a result of it. I know I will because I can be so quiet and so agile, uh, in that thing. It's just wonderful. That's awesome, man. Uh, sounds like you've got them lined up and, and doing some good stuff. Um, who would be your, your dream sponsor? Who would be, you know, a bait company or tackle company or rod company or or who would it be that you'd be that number one? You'd be like, oh, I, 
definitely i'm in <laughs> uh, but as far as a, a dream sponsor um i've got the dream sponsor my wife she she does more for me than any company could do uh, my wife rebecca and my kids my family at home they're number one sponsor i've got and uh i'm super super glad to have them uh bait sponsor i'd probably really like to have mega bass as a bait sponsor <laughs> Uh, they they have a lot of things that I spend a lot of money on. And, uh, of course, uh, Z-Man. Love to have Z-Man as a sponsor because they get a lot of my money. And uh, River to Sea. I spend a lot of money on River to Sea products. Going with the trifecta, all three of those great companies, all three of them have a, a great product. Troy, man, thank you so much for being on here. It was it was awesome to see you last year win and, and do so well, and I hope you do well again this year. Josh, man, you got anything else for Troy? I just want to wish him the best of the luck this year, and I hope to see him on the road at a bunch of tournaments, and I can't wait for us to get started. Yeah, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. This, this is great. It's going to help uh, promote the sport. And tight lines, everybody, be safe. Don't forget to wear that PFD, and I'll see you at check-in with some food, hopefully. <laughs> see you later, Troy. See you. Hey, thanks again, Troy. And and I mean, that leads us right into, we're going to start doing a kayak tip of the week. One of, one of these, it's probably overlooked and, and not done, but just when you're putting in places and going places, uh, let someone know where you're at. Let someone know where you're going, you know, kind of give them an idea of when you're putting in and putting out. Um, I know for me, I've been to spots where there's limited service. Um, so you, you don't always have the convenience of a of a phone call to to get you out of a tight situation. Um, I'm sure, Josh, you've been in that situation as well. Yeah, that's something to be mindful of. I mean, I mean, especially if you're in an area where there's no signal on your or poor cell service. So, yeah, I mean, if you're out practicing or fishing or just fishing for fun, I would always let somebody know where you're going to be launching from and, you know, basically what time you plan on being back. Um, as far as in the tournaments go, that's why we have the check-in feature on Tourney X. I know it doesn't always work whenever you don't have service, but it is a, it's a tool we can use when we do have some signal. So, Yeah, and I'm sure there's plenty of anglers that would help other guys be accountable and, and let them know, say, hey, if you need – let me know where you check in. Let me know what, you know, what time you're going to get off. You know, send me a text, phone call once you get service, and let me know you're good. Um, but it just, I mean, safety. It's just like that PFD. It's just like the, the necessary stuff that you need to be on the water. It, it's just another safety thing. Yeah, a lot of kayak anglers. You know, we we are kind of like minded. We like to get away from everyone. We like to distance ourselves. We like to go where, you know hypothetically no one has gone before you know we like getting out of there getting in the backwoods getting in the backwaters and so sometimes those areas can be the most dangerous and so sometimes we take it for granted because we're just used to being out there but you know just it's a, it's a real easy simple step to just let someone know where you're going to be launching from and i think that's just a really good tip for anyone to get in the practice of Definitely. Just be safe out there. Do whatever you can to, to keep yourself safe. Uh, exciting news. We're going to have uh, start doing the, the kayak tip of the week, uh, whether it's tackle or kayak fishing or just kayak in general. Uh, we're also going to be start doing some fishing reports. We, we are getting in contact with uh, E-Factor Lures and Crocker Gator Bait Company. 
Uh, we're going to have them come on here, uh, especially since Lake of the Ozarks, our next tournament, uh, help us out with a fishing report and get that out to you guys. Josh, I don't know about you, but I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I'm real excited about it too. I think everyone's going to really be interested to hear our next episode. We are going to have a complete breakdown of Lake of the Ozarks, current conditions, patterns, access points. We're going to have all that information there for everybody. Uh, we're going to have local experts. We're going to have our, spons our sponsors from that area on board. So we're going to get into the habit of doing this before each tournament to give everybody an idea of what's coming up what they can look forward to, maybe some helpful tips or techniques going into that event. So Lake of the Ozarks is just going to kick off uh, something on the podcast that we're going to grow and we're going to keep doing throughout the rest of the season. And, and I'm definitely excited about that. Yeah, I know I try and do as much research as I can and, and to get a, you know, an up-to-date fishing report. I mean, it just not only does it give you confidence, but it also may give you a leg up, you know, if, if other guys aren't listening to the podcast or not checking you know, other fishing reports, I think it's going to be good. Yeah, that's true. And and some guys don't have as much time to get out on the water as others. And, you know, um, for example, you know, maybe someone goes out on the water on a Wednesday and water temperature is 65 degrees. Well, he can let somebody know that's going out on Saturday. Hey, it was 65 when I was out and we can start to get a, you know, a portal for information. So that's what we're trying to build, uh, a way to help anglers. Uh, new anglers and experienced alike just to be caught up on current conditions. And by all means, uh, feel free whenever we post these episodes on the Facebook, post the link on there. If there's stuff that you guys want to hear or we're, I mean, we're all ears. I am Josh and I are very open, you know, to, to whatever. This is all about you all. It's all about Mo Yak. It's all about, uh, you know, being a family and, and sharing as much as we can with each other. Anytime that you need any information or, or want to know something or like to hear something, just let us know. Uh, comment on Facebook there. Uh, Josh and I will get together. We'll figure out a way to, to get it done for you guys. Josh, man, what else you got this evening? Uh, I think that's about it. Um, I want to thank Troy for coming on and thank you again for putting on another good show. And I look forward to the next one because I think the next one we're really going to start to get into our season and hopefully we can start getting into some live tournaments and really start diving in so i'm ready yeah the, the pressure is building it should be a good one i'm excited guys thank you so much for joining us again uh can't wait to see you guys at lake of the ozarks uh please let us know get on facebook if you need anything want anything uh just look forward to hearing you guys from you all uh it's been a great year so far and i think it's gonna get even better thanks guys we'll talk to you later